Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business off the ground and running smoothly so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. In Trinity, no small business owner's life would be complete without knowing that they are participating in the reticular activator. <laughs> this is a great day for you. Our second <laughs> podcast. This is Geek City Trinity Style, I'm everybody. I'm geeking out. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I a am. A reticular activator. It. I'm going to let you explain, but it basically helps us recognize something. Why don't you tell me what you think it is? The way you explained it to me was, well, in having the name Mike, I hear it everywhere. Especially at my sister's wedding. Her husband's name is Mike. Huge Italian family. There are Mikes everywhere. As he says, couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a mic. I'm just used to hearing that. Mike, 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 Mike. And you don't hear many trinities. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of mics. Just yeah. used to hearing it. I'm trained to hear it, I guess. Because I'm usually in trouble. But so that's usually is, there, is there a word that or a nickname that you do trigger to? Never have had, well, Mikey, growing up, because Mikey. Mikey's cereal, like, eats life cereal. And, you need you know, a nickname. I do not need a nickname. Yes, you do, <laughs> no, Coach we, Mike. Not, we are not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I will reticulate that right out the door. <laughs> but it is something that you're used to hearing. That is correct. And? Yes. There's more, but wait, there's <laughs> more. So the reticular activator system is the part of your brain that creates connections and makes things easier to remember. The best example I can give of this is my car. Oh, yes. I was hunting for the perfect car. I'm in real estate. I'm out and about. I needed something. I knew I needed an SUV, something that could fit all of my crap because I have bins of toilet paper because, yes, you do need toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Not every house has it. Sometimes you're out and about and you just need to potty. I have I have house signs. I have lock boxes. I have all sorts of stuff. So I knew I needed an SUV. I knew I needed a specific kind of car. I didn't want a Lexus because everyone and their brother has a Lexus. <laughs> that My, just streams realtors. <laughs> it just does. Like, you know, just slap that sign on the back and you're like every other person. So one of my friends was like, well, you love your Ford Explorer Sport because it has a keypad on it. He's like, why don't you look at the Lincoln? Because I'd already ruled out I didn't want a Ford, but the Lincoln was the exact same model and body style as the Ford Edge. Just it had all the trim package. It was just looked a little bit nicer. And I was like, this is a great idea. And no one else has ever owned this car before. <laughs> because to me, it was the first time I'd ever seen it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this Lincoln MKX is the coolest car ever. Why do they keep making I it? I am <laughs> going to be the world's biggest trend center. Pull out of the parking lot. So excited to own my new car. Go to park at the Harris Teeter, which is a local grocery store here in the Triangle. And lo and behold, the car next to me is a Lincoln MKX silver, same chrome trim package. And I was like, WTF, why is this car? And now I see it everywhere, yes. everywhere I go, everywhere I go. And then Matthew McConaughey comes out and is now advertising for Lincoln. And it just became this entire thing where I thought I had the coolest car on the planet because no one else had it. No, it's yes. everywhere. That's my reticular activator system because I'm aware of my car. And before I wasn't aware of it, 
I am attuned to and notice it when it's out and about. Has the number of Lincolns I pass increased? No. No. My ability to recognize them has increased, which is why I feel like I see them everywhere when before I saw them nowhere. Did that explain it okay? It does. It's kind of like the store that there are only three of, but you go buy them all the time. You think, man, these stores are everywhere. Right. Because you notice them. That is your reticular activator system. And the really, really cool thing about this system is that it is the reasoning behind why the law of attraction works. Are you familiar with the law of attraction? I know when I saw Becky, I was very attracted, yes. She's going to like listening to this episode. Am, you are yes. blushing. I know. <laughs> I can feel it. It's the sunburn. It's the middle of summer. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no. It yes, is December the 3rd. I, Ooh, the minute I Mikey. saw her, yes, Ooh, the, law of, the mm-hmm. law of attraction kicked in. Well, the other law of attraction... <laughs> Now I'm blushing. <laughs> you you just zap that right on over here. Um, the other law of attraction is is our ability to attract into our lives whatever we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. This can be for good and it can be for bad. This episode is going to sound kind of hokey. Not everybody is a believer in faith or God, but whatever you call it, prayer, karma, juju, This is all based on the law of attraction, that what you put out into the world will come back to you. So if you, uh, we all know that person who's a pessimist Mm -hmm. and is always bitching about all the bad things that happen to them, Mm -hmm. and bad things are always happening to them because they're putting out into the world the bad things are going to happen to them. They're the Eeyore of their group. They are the Eeyore. And I try to stay away from those people personally, Mm -hmm. but we've all met them. We've all known them. They're the Debbie Downers of the world. And they perpetuate more bad luck because Mm -hmm. that's all they can focus on. And they're looking for every bit of it. Oh, see, I get caught by the red light. 82 cars in front of me get green and I get the red. I get the red light. Ugh, bleh. Those people just need to listen to this podcast and get it together and use their reticular activity. Charlie system. Brown, is it Pigpen that walks around? He's got the dark cloud over him. Uh, no, Pigpen is the one that walks around that has the cloud of dust. It's, That's what uh, it is, okay. Lionel. Lion, it's not Linus, yeah. Anyways, Linus? I may be mixing up my cartoons here. Okay, yeah. I think you are. Charlie Brown's still good. So. Charlie Brown Christmas. The teacher. And if that's what we sound like right now, please reach out to us on social media and make sure that we're not boring you. Can you can hit us up on social media you under Wired to Change yeah, anywhere we are. So, yes. Um, all right. So, the law of attraction is stating that what you put out in the universe is going to come back to you. And the reticular reticulator activator system is a huge part of that because what we tell ourselves and the internal dialogue that we feed ourselves is what we're going to be attuned to in the world. When I wake up in the morning, one of the things that I do, and I'm a big believer in juju. That's what I call it. I am not incredibly religious. I do like going to church on occasion, but I'm not a person that believes in a particular God. But I do believe in karma, the universe, and good juju. When I wake up in the morning, I put my smile on my face and I put out into the universe. Today, I'm going to give four referrals and I'm going to receive two referrals. And that's what I tell myself the very first thing when I jump out of bed in the morning. And on the days that I forget to do that, guess what happens? Nothing. Nothing. I have a bad day. 
But the days that I remember to tell myself that I'm going to get two referrals and I'm going to give four referrals, guess what happens? You get two and you give four. I give I give At four least. and I get two and sometimes more because that is what I am. My reticular activator system is perked up. So when I'm standing in line at the grocery store and the person behind me mentions maybe looking to buy or sell a house, I'm on alert for it. When I'm talking with somebody and they say, oh, my neighbor might be thinking about selling, I'm like, oh, hey, don't forget, I'm never too busy for your referrals. So I'm putting that out in the universe and I'm going to be more alert and therefore I'm going to be able to receive those messages that I might have otherwise just been driving down the highway mm -hmm. never noticing them. You'd have driven by a billboard that says, Trinity, turn right here, you'll sell three you'll houses. You'll sell three houses, exactly. And it's right crazy, yes. it's yes. crazy. So you can call it the law of attraction, you can call it the power of prayer, um, karma, juju, whatever it is that you wanna wrap around it and call mm -hmm. it, it's something that is, it's, it actually happens, it's out there, and it's amazing. It's especially important to small business owners when things aren't going your way. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm a firm believer. I think most people would tell you that it is true that you can talk yourself in or out of a bad day or bad mood, maybe not necessarily bad day. You can't control if the car in front of you has a flat tire and you end up in a wreck with it. But you can talk yourself in and out of a bad mood. You truly can. If sales Absolutely. aren't good, you can sit down and write the ship yourself, figuring out how am I going to approach this and attack this problem. But I'm absolute believer, and most people would honestly say, hand on a Bible, hand on their grandkid, whoever, would actually say, yes, I've talked myself in and out of bad moods before. A hundred thousand percent agree with you. And it's so true. I was meeting with one of my, um, I have a, I don't know, I guess you can call it a mini mastermind group. There's um, five business owners and I, and we meet every other week for breakfast. We talk about things that are happening in our worlds and we talk about, we bring a topic and talk about what's happening in business. And it's really nice when you're a biz small business owner to have other small business owners that you're talking to because you need to have people that are having like experiences so you can bounce ideas off each other. And that's what we do with this group. And one of the members was talking about how they had had their worst month ever. Terrible. And they weren't, they thought they weren't going to hit their quarterly goals and the month was going terrible and everything that every client that they thought that they might lose, they were losing. And it was just an abysmal total up, like just terrible. My question to him that week was, well, why haven't you changed it? And he was like, what do you mean, why haven't you changed it? I said, well, you're the one putting this out there. It's coming from the top down. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what? No, there's no. And I said, you need to go home and think about what you're putting out in the universe, what ideas you're putting out there, and what you're feeding to your team. And guess what? We got back together four weeks later and they had hit all of their goals and surpassed mm -hmm. them because he changed his attitude. We need It didn't happen instantaneously. No, now this isn't magic, all. but he changed the way that he was thinking about the business and he was like, you're so right. I was in a bad mood. I was in a bad place and I was letting that affect everything that I was saying to the team. I was letting it affect the way the team was thinking and it does. It comes from the top down and so if you're 
your team can kind of float you for a little bit, but after a while, they're going to start picking up on that and your pessimism is going to turn into the entire team's pessimism. If you're a small business owner, whether you have employees or not, the next time you go into a store or you are the client, look around and see how you are greeted. See the juju or the whatever that person's putting out. If they walk up to you, shoulder slumped down, not really saying hi, just kind of walking up and not greeting you, that's what you're looking for not to do. Though you can make sure that's like, oh, that was awful. I hated that. They were in a bad mood. They kind of put me in a sour mood. When I left the store, my mood was different just because I had to deal with them. That's what you want to make sure you and your employees don't do. Nobody cares, and this is kind of cold, nobody cares if I'm having a bad day. None of my clients do. None of my potential prospects do. Nobody cares because they may be having their own day. They may ask how I'm doing. I'm not going to tell them because they don't need that. And most people don't need, you probably don't want to hear most people's stories. We all have bad days. You got to move on. You got to soldier through it. Just be more aware of your surroundings when you're interacting with people for the next week or so and watch how it changes your mood. So I'm I'm with you 100% on this. So now that we know why it's so important. Yes. It's super important because juju, people, juju. We're putting good juju out into the universe. Now let's talk about some actual strategies of how to harness the power of this amazing system. How can we make sure that we're utilizing this in our business and it's making people remember us? Because the whole point of marketing, the reason we spend thousands and thousands (laughs) and hundreds of thousands of dollars on marketing every year is to make people remember us. When I was working on building my brand in the real estate realm, one of the things that I knew I wanted was just to stay top of mind. Because if you stay top of mind, your clients are going to be thinking. So when my clients think real estate, I want them thinking Trinity. If I'm out of their lives for six months or a year, that is going away. It's why we can remember jingles. It's why we can remember things, you know, like, I mean, there's jingles from my childhood that I must have heard on the TV every day for like six years. And it's just ingrained in my brain and I'll never forget them. You want to become that to your clients. You want them to, to remember you. So one, going back to our last podcast, things, you need a pattern interrupt. You need something that's a little bit different from the pack to set yourselves apart. And then you need to do it frequently enough that you stay top of mind because things that are top of mind, your clients are going to attract and be drawn to that for you. The frequency part of it is up to you as the business owner. If we're talking newsletters, drive, you know, drop-ins to say hi, handwritten notes, anything like that, we wouldn't recommend that you just do it once a quarter because you will be out of mind. You don't have to do it every week. A monthly, uh, every three weeks, depending on who the client is and what you're trying to build with them. But their frequency is the key. Again, think of yourself as a client. If you get an email only around the holidays, you probably in April or May, if some other realtor sent you something in May for 
holiday sales, you may remember that and forget about, about the company you shopped with in last holiday. Mm -hmm. So top of mind is important and the frequency is up to you as to what message you're getting out there as well. What are ways that we can harness the system, Mike? You got it. Again, we go back to being memorable. I think last episode we talked about the title of the email you're sending out, the title of a, a white paper you write, title of your newsletter, something like that, title of what you do. You are a realtor. You could explain yourself as a dream catcher, a dream maker, a dream something like that. There's a guy I know who's a broker, and he goes, I'm not a broker. I'm a fixer. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Anything that makes me laugh has got my vote. Exactly. But people are going to remember that. So when they hear that, when Justin says that one day, you're going to go, I've heard that before. That's pretty cool. So. Other ways that you can harness the power, um, use stories. So in your marketing, people love stories. They love short stories. Use them at the beginning of your video content. Use them at the beginning of your blogging content. Um, even in the in for conversations, people can relate to stories that are easily understandable, easily digestible. I know sometimes I dork out with my big words, but I try to always relate it back to a story that everyone can understand. And people want to know the why. If you've been working with this nonprofit for 18 years, tell people why. You, there could have been a connection that a family member of yours was involved with this nonprofit somehow, some way. But tell them the why, because people see businesses all the time. Oh, we do this. Oh, we do that. But when the business explains the why they do things, then it becomes personal and more memorable and there's better chance of a connection there if you tell them the why another thing that you can do is you can attach your content to things that um, are currently top of mind so for instance on my real estate practice i made a social media post and it was one of my top viewed and interacted with posts of the month and i did it on some cyber monday I said, you know, um, if you want to be out shopping for a home on this Cyber Monday. So I tied into something that people are already thinking about. They're already thinking about cyber sales. And that was my top most relatable post because I got in past their reticular activator system and was able to connect with those with a bunch of people that probably don't normally see my content. Is seasonal connections are wonderful. Local community events are wonderful. Find something, but it has to be a legitimate connection. You, we recommend you not use it just to make, just to make a dollar. If make sure you again telling the why you're involved with that, but yes. make it a legitimate connection. In order to get past people's reticulator reticulating activating system you need to make sure that you're doing things that are a little bit outside of the box, maybe a bit surprising. I love doing pot buys for my clients. They're cheesy, they're corny, but people remember them and it leaves a lasting impression. So for Mother's Day, we sent out little boxes of lotions and soaps to all of our moms. For um, St. Patrick's Day, we <laughs> sent out to a Becky Guinness. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wish. As my stomach over here is growling and all I can think about is, I want a beer. There's your reticular there, Yeah, beer. there it is. <laughs> when don't I want a beer? 
also, when you come up with clever ideas, people are kind of waiting to see what the next one would be. They're not they expecting you to top it, but they're looking forward to it because they're always clever. Yeah, they, they usually want you to top yeah, it, too. But, <laughs> but they're looking forward to it because they're always they're so looking fun, much forward fun. To yes. it. They, they do. They begin to expect it. So you do have to keep it, keep it fun, keep it interesting. Um, you do not want to become redundant. People will start anticipating the content that we're providing. So that's why with, even with, we talked about my 60 seconds, I didn't want to be known as the person that rapped every single time. Right. So sometimes I'll rap. Sometimes I will say a poem. Sometimes I give a regular 60 seconds. So I like to keep it interesting. So that way, yes, it's top of mind, but it's not something that's becoming redundant. And now it's just the run of the mill oh, this is what Trinity does every single time because it, it loses it, its power. As the young kids would say, it's dope. It's dope. <laughs> it's super dope. So that is why the reticulator, reticulator activating system is so important. In order to fully utilize it, my top five tips. One, you have to stay top of mind. So you need to be doing things consistently to be able to squeak past there. Secondly, you need to be doing things that are memorable. Our brains, believe it or not, we are given how many? I wrote this down. This is crazy to me. The human body sends 11 million bits per second, and the conscious mind can only process 50. So our body is processing all this information all the time, sensory information, our sight, our sound, but our conscious mind can only process 50 bits per second of the 11 million bits per second that our body is taking in. So that's a really narrow window that you have to make a lasting impact on your client or your prospect. And it's usually consistency and repetition. Consistency, repetition, consistency, repetition. That's what's going to get you past that reticular activator system. The other thing that's important for the reticular activator, when you are making a presentation and we go to the biology teacher in ninth grade, and the subject matter today is on atoms. An atom is, and you're done. So a couple oh, things. You, oh, gosh, no kidding. No, don't get me started with science classes, but I've told you about that. It was always after lunch. I loved science. We had science. the overhead projectors. They turned the lights <laughs> off, and three of us in the back are out. You want to vary, just like you want to vary your message in an email or a, or a commercial or a video, when you're presenting, you want to vary your tone, your speed. You, sometimes you want to talk a little bit faster to get them to be thinking, and then you pause. And then you vary your volume up and down. You want them to follow you. If you stand in the middle of the room and you talk the same way, they're not going to follow you. Eddie Murphy, the best thing he says he took from Richard Pryor as a stand-up comedian was Pryor walked the length of the stage. He said, if you stand there, they're not going to follow you. But if you're walking back and forth across the stage, they got to follow you. And then they're going to listen. So Ooh, people, that's so smart. people do that as well. It's important, but you have to move with a purpose. You can't mm -hmm. just walk to one side, stand there and talk. Got to move over to the other. Yeah, Maybe, that would be awkward. It would, yes. We've all done that. Maybe uh, get somebody on that side of the room. You ask them a question right there. You want to mm -hmm. engage that side. That's why you moved over there. Give a story. You, you and I love stories. Yeah. You can't get through to everybody with just facts. 
You're just not going to. Again, we go back to the why. You will. We go back to the why. And then when you can illustrate it with an example, with a story that they can wrap their brain around something happened to you as a child, something happened with your kids, a story of a friend of yours, something they can wrap their brain around and understand uh, the context of what you're trying to tell them. And humor is always good. Humor is always good. I think when we're giving our small business seminars, one of the things that we do that is a little bit outside the box that helps people remember when we have them working on their goals, we make them write it down on the board. Mm -hmm. And just the act of getting up from the table, writing it down, and not just writing it down on their notebook at their table is just something that gets them out of the mundane routine that they normally would be in if they were sitting through a seminar. When you spoke to the Wake Tech transition, career transition group, Mm -hmm. what did you write on the board before you started? Uh, Well, I made a parking lot. Right. Right. So that way I told them in advance that if there were any things that were going to take us off track, that we put them in the parking lot and I'd follow up with them after the fact. So that way they knew that their questions would be addressed at some point, but that wouldn't distract them from the current content. Right. And then I always pick a Vanna. So my Vanna is the person that writes on the whiteboard for me. So I gets people engaged and it's somebody else up there with me and I get to interact with them. So when I pick my Vanna, um, it's a volunteer. I don't make them come up there and (laughs) present with me. It's just something that's just a little bit different. That's how I chose to do my presentations, but I'm always trying to think, okay, how can I make this engaging for the audience make it a little bit different, but not so different that they're sitting there going, this is weird. There's good weird and there's bad weird. And I never want to be, I mean, I'm going to toe the line, yeah. but I don't want to be where they walk away and they go, that was really strange. And I don't even know how or why I paid money to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> but the engagement of the audience though, for the reticular activator, it. It's, it's going to trigger something with somebody. If you asked, uh, so, sir, or let's say you had a card, you had everybody's name on a card. Uh, Trinity French, Trinity, where are you? And you raise your hand. I'm going to give you a simple question to answer because I don't want to put you on the spot, make it a gotcha moment because then you're really going to be mad. And then the next person's name I call, they're not going to raise their hand. So <laughs> that's the end of that. I would give you an easy question to answer that would get other people involved in the conversation involved and engaged yes yes when i'm giving a presentation that there's a timekeeper and they are the master of boredom and i give them freedom that if they look around the room and at any point anyone's getting bored they can throw something at me they can pelt something at me they and i'll ask them throughout the presentation all right is anyone out there getting bored because people aren't expecting you to ask if they're getting bored and i'll do that when i people are starting to drift and pull them, right. pull them back in. So, gosh, I love this stuff. It's just so if, much fun. If you are a small business owner and you have enough employees where you have a weekly or a monthly meeting mm-hmm. and they're used to coming into the boardroom, they're used to seeing eight chairs around a brown table and a TV monitor, change that up. Move the table to a corner of the room, put the chairs in a different style, go classroom seating one time, put paper on the wall so they can come up and write something, have everybody come up and 
whatever the topic you're talking about, the next year's goals, something they'd like to see the company do, whatever that is, but change that up. So every time they walk in, it's a little different and it's going to trigger different thoughts for them. It's going to change their mood and it's going to keep them on their toes. I love this. One of these is add aromas such as lavender, citrus, or apple to create a different atmosphere. But that's true. Change the food one time. Bring breakfast for lunch. Do something different. But trigger trigger the, we're looking for 50 cents, 50 connections, right? Even though 11 million are going out, you're looking for 50. So keep all these in mind. You want it, but again, we go back to being memorable, what kind of things they're going to take away from a talk, a commercial, a video you put up. Mm -hmm. So make sure you do your homework on that and figure out how you can keep things memorable for your clients and your employees. Yes. And if you too want to be a master of all things juju, (laughs) then I would recommend a couple of books that I absolutely love that will help you dive into how to utilize this really cool concept and also um, harness the power of the law of attraction. So the first is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Love the book, love the movie. There is a movie version for those of you who have an affinity for movies over With reading. subtitles? <laughs> I think there actually are some subtitle parts and some things that, that pop out. Um, I'm sure you could find a subtitled uh, version on YouTube somewhere. Um, the Secret Law of Attraction by Katherine Hurst is another great one. Um, I also love The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. That's a great book. And The Science of Getting Rich. So if you are wanting to put good things out into the universe and thinking about how to do that, those are some good books that you should check them out, read them, go get the, download the ebook, whatever it is that you need to do, and it will change your life. Be aware of what you're doing and saying as the client and the customer next time you're out and about with family friends whoever just be aware of who's waiting on you and if they're giving you bad juju guess what now you know what not to do or now you know how your clients might take it from you if you walk in there one day with the pouty face the woe is me yeah we've all gotten flat tires we've all gotten rain rained on because we forgot our umbrellas just Mm -hmm. don't don't pass it on to somebody else it does and i would challenge everyone to Put something good out into the universe today. Say it a couple of times to yourself quietly. You don't have to say it like actually out loud. I mean, you could if you Mm -hmm. wanted to. Share it with people. Tell Mm -hmm. them what your goals are. But put something, put a good intention out into the universe and wait a few hours, a few days and see what happens. It is amazing what comes back to you when you put those things out into the universe. The reticular activator is one of those things that will separate you from your competition Please go to wiredtochange.com. With the number two. And check out all the things we have going on. Leave us a message on your thoughts on this and maybe an example you had of a reticular activator that you've used or seen. We'd love to know. Talk about it more. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.